Anand Menon is director of the UK and Changing Europe and joins me now. Hi, Anand. Hi, Matt. How are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. So, um, before we get into the ins and outs of what Lord Foster is actually going to say, where are we in the sort of choreography of uh, Northern Ireland Protocol? Everyone's not... Uh, nobody seems very happy with it. Uh, extension, extension, extension on... Let's put off, try to sort out the bits that people aren't happy with. Where are we in the timing and the choreography of that? Well, we're in a sort of uh, slight standoff phase at the moment because the UK has unilaterally extended grace periods, which means that it's not implementing the checks the EU says it should be. And, of course, as you've just said, the EU is trying to come up with proposals that would make the UK happier with what there is and start to implement it in what the EU would think is a reasonable way. So there's a slight standoff now, but it sounds very much as if that standoff is going to get slightly worse after the next 48 hours. Right, so what about uh, Lord Frost's speech then? What do we expect him to say, and is it going to help uh, achieve some sort of breakthrough? Well, I think he's going to say he's going to talk about two things. He's going to talk about the protocol, uh, and what people expect him to say is not simply that the UK doesn't like the way that the protocol is working, but the UK doesn't like the content of the protocol. That is to say, the UK government has decided that it cannot tolerate the European Court of Justice having any role in overseeing the protocol. Uh, he's also, I think, going to talk about the wider state of UK EU relations. And it was interesting in the clip you just played with the Irish ambassador, he talks about a good faith negotiation. And that's the problem at the moment. There's precious little good faith around in these negotiations. Well, I sort of asked him about that. And, uh, and he, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say there was a, a smile playing on his lips as he suggested that there was good faith in the... Uh, <laughs> you know, there was more, more, more hope of uh, good faith rather than expectation of it what what's the how does this play out in in practice then because in theory both sides would rather have you know focus on other things so they do want to see a resolution but their desire for resolution seems to be outweighed by a desire to dig in well yes and no i mean you can make a quick case that both for the british government here and the french government which of course has an election coming up next year a certain state of tension between the two where both sides can sort of beat their chests and act tough is politically quite useful. So there is a, a political subtext to this that means that, you know, it might be in people's interest to be for there to be some tension. But ultimately, you're right. They need to figure out how to make the Northern Ireland situation work. The problem is that as far as the EU is concerned, the UK government has moved the goalposts. That's to say... Uh, Lord Frost is no longer just saying, look, it is, it is intolerable that there are checks on goods going from Great Britain to Northern Ireland. He's saying the very structure of the agreement we signed is no longer fit for purpose. And from the EU perspective, that is simply moving the goalposts. Lord Frost would reply, I suppose, that, look, we, be, we did Brexit to become free from the court, so it's absurd that the court now has a rule, has a role in, 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 in regulating trade within the United Kingdom between Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Um, and, and so, what, what's the outcome of all this, Anand? You've been watching this for more than five years now. Is there a point well, at which this is resolved, or will we be in a permanent state of, of negotiation? Well, I think even I'm going to sound a bit weary when I say there is a permanent state of negotiation <laughs> to come, because even if Lord Frost gives an incendiary speech, even if the EU proposals aren't deemed sufficient by the UK government, then they start a process, which is the Article 16 process, 
Uh, if the UK government decides to do that, that in turn leads to a negotiation, which in turn might lead to litigation. So this could drag on and on because it's not simply this is there's nothing nuclear about Article 16. It's another process of negotiation about suspending elements of the protocol. So there's no end in sight in the short term, at least. Well, thank you for that cheery message there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we await Sorry. to see... Uh, no, not at all. Adam Medon, really good speech as ever uh, for the UK to change your think tank.